morning. I am so excited to be back on the podcast today and to be like ushering in all kinds of information for what feels like a whole new generation of photographers or photographers who just really freaking love photographs. Because me, I love photographs. My name is Lisa Chandler and I'm a professional photographer based out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. A wedding photographer for over a decade, I spent the last year shooting stock photography and I'm now pivoting more into family work. And this podcast, it's all about photographs. And today, it's about identifying what we like and what makes us stop when we see an image. In a time period where we see more images than ever before, it's time we ask ourselves, what kind of photos do I like anyway? are you drawn to? When I was growing up, my mom put all of our family snapshots in brown binders with sticky paper that was covered in plastic. I still remember the feel of those pages and the way the plastic pages sounded as we would flip through them. And the feeling when I pulled the plastic up too, you know, because I wasn't supposed to, but I'd like want to look at them closer. (laughs) As a mom, I don't really do a lot of photo binders, but we do have photographs literally everywhere. My kids have cork boards they decorate. There's framed photos all over our walls. There's photo collages everywhere. I literally have like um, really, really mature and adult. I have a bunch of photographs literally just like stuck to the wall by my desk, just on the wall. No like corkboard, no anything, no frames, just stuck to the wall. And artwork too, you know, kids artwork. It's adorable. I love it. It's my, <laughs> one of my favorite part of the houses. Um, and we have lots of cute little photo books and a few vintage photo albums spilling over with photographs too. Like also baskets everywhere that I need to organize, but that's neither like here or there or, you know, just lots of photographs everywhere. <laughs> And something my kids love that I could never have comprehended when I was their age, they love to Google my name with theirs to see if they can find any of their baby photographs online, which they can and definitely could in the past. I actually scrubbed a bunch of my old family content from the internet when my oldest was in middle school. Family blogging was all the rage when he was a baby. And I want my kids to be able to make their own choices about what about their online presence. But mostly my kids love being able to search my name online and find a bunch of photographs that they may or may not recognize. Um, Usually it's just client work, but they love to like go in and like (laughs) put in Lisa Chandler and see what pops up. It's adorable and makes them feel so proud too, which as a mom, I freaking adore. It's just the cutest. Does that sound a little off topic? It's not. And as we grow up, we all have different experiences with art, family traditions, and family memories. And photography, they roll all of this together. So ask yourself, what are your first memories with photographs? When was the first photograph that you totally loved? Can you remember the first time you saw a photograph and thought, holy shit, because you didn't even know that was something that could be created? I vividly remember the first time I saw a photo shoot and thought, holy shit, because of the photographs and not for any other reason. Like I wasn't connected to the photographer or the family or anything. It just came up to me for me on Facebook, I think. For me, that happened while sitting in the living room of a hotel suite in Portland, Oregon. We were there for my brother-in-law's wedding, and at that point, I'd been casually shooting for years and was six months into owning my own business. I loved photographs, but I didn't have formal training, and because of this, I'd never seen photographs that just, like, totally blew my mind. Here's what I mean. I worked my booty off on my client work and was improving to my very best ability, but at the time, I just really hadn't been exposed to incredible photographs. I saw things in magazines, of course, but most photographs I saw were very sporadic photographs on Facebook from photographers 
photographers who were at below or around my experience level. Like I hadn't seen a bunch of like professional photo photography of just like normal people. It was usually just of like models, like in magazines. Um, I know that's kind of like hard to kind of comprehend now because we see so many beautiful images of just people all the time. But a decade ago, it wasn't as common. Like I didn't know a professional photographer until I was a professional photographer, even like tangentially tangentially I never like like it wasn't a job that like I knew about and that could have just been my experience but it's also because there wasn't the internet like there is today there was the internet but people were not creating photographs like they uh, do now like it was very different so I came across these photographs and so many at the time, so many families were still doing portraits at JCPenney's in a non-nostalgic way. Um, there just wasn't the same kind of vibe in photos. But as I sat in the hotel room that morning, I came across an outdoor family session created by my four hands photography, who's like a phenomenal photographer. There was a blanket in the air, golden light everywhere, and happy faces filling each frame. And I couldn't help myself. I thought, again, holy shit. <laughs> I made my mother-in-law look through the photographs one by one with me. Like, I didn't even know that photographs like that existed. But once I knew, I knew I wanted to create images that would create similar feels for the people I was lucky enough to photograph. Like, I felt so connected to the family in the photographs without even knowing them. And I wanted my clients to experience the same rush. And I wanted to create it. Like, um, it wasn't even about, like you know, a specific style or anything. It was just like, I looked at these photographs and I felt them. It wasn't just like, oh, these are cute. These are great. Like, look at this person I know. It was like, these are amazing photographs. Like, this is artwork. So why does this matter? I tell this story because it's my first big wow moment in photography that had nothing to do with my own love for photography. Something clicked and I started to think about what I wanted my photographs to do for others, not just myself. As a new photographer, this was a game changer. It's not that I hadn't wanted my previous clients to totally love and adore their photographs. Of course I did. But at this point, I hadn't really thought about my work as a collective body of art. Like, I didn't realize it could be a vibe all on its own. It just seemed like, okay, I'm going to take this family session and I'm going to deliver the photographs. Does that make sense? So... Let me rewind a bit. <laughs> I became a photographer because I freaking love photographs, like literally everything about them. Until that point, though, I didn't really think about how my photographs could impact others or about photographs like or about like how they could make people feel. I knew how they made me feel and how I wanted them to make my clients feel. But until I saw that blog post, I didn't really realize that I could bottle up the love I felt for photography and then like totally pass it on to anyone who came across my website. As in, I realized that my photographs could impact people not involved in the creation of the photographs or even people connected to the people in the photographs. Like I wanted my brides to love their photos and their moms to love their photographs, but I never really thought about other people unconnected to me or my clients coming across my photographs and just adoring them, which is funny because that's really how you get clients anyways. <laughs> so I started to ask myself, what do I like? Isn't that the hardest question? It sounds so simple, but in reality, it's just a total mess in so many ways. It can be so hard to own the things that you like. And when you like take those things you love and put them in a photograph, there's a whole new layer of vulnerability 
vulnerability. You have to spot it. You have to capture it. And scariest of all, you have to share it. Like, ugh, there's so many layers of vulnerability with photography. You have to be vulnerable enough to let people be themselves in front of your camera. Your clients have to be vulnerable enough to be comfortable with being themselves in the camera. And when you've honed your style, you have to be vulnerable enough with yourself to create work that just really freaking pops. Not in one specific way, but in a way that feels like you. And at the end, you have to share it. (laughs) Even if you're bad at socials like me, you still have to deliver the photos when you're done with the edits. Like I have delivered thousands of galleries and I still have a little like moment of panic and vulnerability whenever I push sin from my pixie set dashboard. It's wild. And like, I'm so confident in the work I can produce, like, because I've been shooting for so long, like, I know what I'm going to make. My clients know what I'm going to make, but I'm still like, oh no, (laughs) before I send the gallery. Like, what if they don't like them? So let's reframe that a bit. First, let's acknowledge how freaking awesome creating photographs is. Photography, whether it's family photography, wedding photography, senior photography, editorial work, stock photography, boudoir, or literally any kind of photography, even food photography, it's all about capturing a split second moment. With our cameras, we are able to create moments that happen so fast that people can't even really process them in real time. The deep breath moment before the kiss, the toddler throwing their hair back and laughing while hugging their mom, the curve of someone's shoulders as they turn around to greet you, the way light frames a subject as it sets on the horizon. All these things happen so freaking quick, and being able to photograph these things is just a total gut punch of amazingness. Ah, I love photography and love all the joy it brings into the world. It's just incredible. Second, everything worth doing is a little vulnerable. Think about your favorite song. If you broke it down, is there something a little ridiculous about it? Most likely, yes. Now, envision the songwriter. Do you think they'd ever been embarrassed by one of their songs? Or do you think they've ever created work they didn't totally love? Or heck, even work they're totally embarrassed about? Now, think about an artist whose work has spanned literal decades. Do you think they've ever cringed over a lyric or a way their voice sounded in a recording? Of course they have! But guess what? The artist, they still created your very favorite song. They had it in them. And ask yourself, do you think anyone else there else out there has the exact same favorite song as you? And on the flip side, do you think there's someone out there who absolutely loathes your favorite song? Absolutely. My husband doesn't love Taylor Swift, but I've been listening to her like every day since 2006. Does that change how much I love her music? Of course not. Know that no matter, my dogs are totally barking. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Know that no matter what, there is vulnerability in your work. And that's okay. In fact, it's pretty freaking spectacular. Third, and last for for today, ask yourself, what do you like? Do you like color? Do you like patterns? Glitter and Miner- glitter, <laughs> glitter, minimalism. Do you like the outdoors, dappled lights, or do you even like, like, do you like even light? Ask yourself these questions and write down the answers. And after that, I want you to look around your house, your wardrobe, and a bundle of your own photographs. What do you see? Do you see any commonalities? Not going to lie. Sometimes I totally rock a black legging with a black tank top. Today I'm wearing like a matching purple short and tank top set. But usually that's paired off with a floral kimono, a crochet headscarf, and glitter boots. My home, the theme is flower pattern vintage flea market mixed with a million hand-me-downs and DIY projects that need to be done. (laughs) 
<laughs> there's plants everywhere, books everywhere. There's always essential oils running, stacks of photo props all over my office, laundry that needs to be folded, and an ostentatious amount of leftover homemade food and baked goods. It's cozy, it's homey, and we have no less, probably more, than seven disco balls and like five random ottomans that I use for shoots peppered all over the house. Like my daughter's favorite blanket that's currently her comforter. It started as a photo shoot blanket. My photographs spill into my life and my life spills into my photographs. This is a lot of things, but best of all, it allows me the flexibility to create images that feel like me. When I create a photograph, I am sharing part of myself with my clients, with my photos. And if I post, which I'm currently totally bad about, I'm sharing that with the world too. Not there with your work yet? That is okay. It takes time. Want to get there with your work? Like want to find out what kind of photographs you like? Wonderful, I am here for you. Here's what you do. When you think love that while taking a photo, roll with it. Push it just a little bit farther. Does that feel right? No? Yes, keep going. Keep pushing those boundaries. Do you maybe wear a lot of flower prints but never, but your photographer, your photographs veer towards like minimalism? Add some flowers. Have people hold bouquets for a week or two at your shoots. What do you think? Does that feel like you? Does it feel less like you? What does it feel like to you? Answer that question and go from there. And maybe most importantly, if you are hesitant about shooting, say you always shoot at golden hour but decide to try to shoot in harsher light, ask yourself, are you stuck in a pattern because it feels like the right way to take photographs? Or are you making those decisions because it's something you love? These simple questions are total game changers. If you are doing something because it feels correct, it might be holding you back. Now, of course, there's photography rules. I'm not saying, and I, I'm, you know, break them, whatever, I don't really care, but you should know them if that makes sense. Um, but like, don't let them hold you back. Don't think like, I have to do it this way. This is the right way to do it. Like, if you want to um, offer a full day wedding package and that's the only thing people can book, you can do that. You don't have to do the traditional booking of three different packages. Like it's up to you. It's your business, your photographs. This goes down from the way you run your business to the way you create work. So one last thought for real this time. (laughs) There's no one right way to do anything. Photography is an art form. It's your art form. The more you shoot, the more you let yourself explore new avenues, new ideas, and new concepts. Yes, it's so important that your business is sustainable, but there's no one right way to do literally anything. If you don't want to photograph post newborn sessions, you don't have to. Don't want to photograph late night. Oh, I can talk. (laughs) Nighttime elopements. You don't have to either. If you want to just shoot garden themed couple sessions, you absolutely can. Find out what feels right to you, not to your mom or your aunt Polly or your elementary school best friend's sister. Your photography is a reflection of your heart. Go out there and capture it and don't be ashamed of it. Welcome back to the podcast, y'all. Cannot even wait to see where this journey takes us.